electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed, dangerous curves ahead. Sex for sale inside an iconic Chicago community. The girls would be scantily dressed, and they were noticed by the residents. Dentist Gary Kimmel launders money for sex traffickers by purchasing cars that keep pimps rolling in style and sneaking sex workers in for after-hours repairs. Dr. Kimmel clearly understood that these girls were in harm's way and chose sides. He picked the side of the pimp. And what brings the dentist down? His own big mouth. I don't think he was necessarily, as they say, the sharpest knife in the drawer. It sounds like I'm gonna be needing to get very involved in this thing now. Rising along the Chicago River, in the very heart of downtown, stand twin ivory towers known as Marina City. There's just something mesmerizing about it. If you have a movie and you want to instantly know that it's set in Chicago, this is one thing you can flash and people know where you are. In 2005, near the top of the East Tower, a dentist named Gary Kimmel reigns from his own castle in the clouds. Having combined three separate apartments to capture a panorama of the Chicago skyline. When not drilling teeth, Dr. Kimmel stays busy collecting rent checks on several apartments he owns there and serves in Marina City's leadership. Stephen Dahlman is the editor of Loop North News and a former Marina City resident. Everybody knew who Dr. Kimmel was. He was on the condo board. Um, you know, some people, that was their first introduction to Marina City. Doc Kimmel showed them an apartment. But it's all a shiny veneer hiding a rotten truth at its core. In time, his neighbors will learn Gary Kimmel is a money launderer for violent pimps who run a nationwide prostitution ring which traffics and abuses women, even minors. Former Marina City resident Michael Benami Doyle. How do you make sense out of something as bizarre as, you know, a pimp dentist scandal in your building? But what's weirder is to live there and then find out that's been going on in your building, under your nose, and putting you at risk. Perhaps the first clue comes attached to a Corvette convertible, which comes and goes from Marina City, driven by a beautiful woman who isn't Kimmel's wife. Its license plate reads, secret. Kimmel's attorney, Joseph Lopez, says in the late 1970s and early 1980s, his client's life was thriving. He was a very nice man. He was very smart, too, very intelligent. Went to Northwestern's uh, dental school, was on the faculty there for a number of years, was a successful dentist for a number of years. Lopez says the catalyst for Kimmel's downfall and desperate behavior comes in 1985, 
when the dentist's charm life comes to a crashing halt on the Chicago Skyway. And a drunk driver came up the exit ramp, and they collided head-on about 50 miles an hour each, and he almost died. He had to be extricated from that car, and he was in a hospital for a number of months. Dr. Kimmel cannot work during his recovery, and his marriage ends. He couldn't run his dental practice, and he wound up filing a bankruptcy in about 1993-1994, and he was completely wiped out. His credit score now decimated, Dr. Kimmel must begin again from zero. Despite his shaky rating, as a Vietnam veteran, Dr. Kimmel qualifies for a VA-backed mortgage. So he begins the process of rebuilding by buying a condo at Marina City. Before long, he starts working for another dentist at a small storefront practice on Chicago's north side. And then love returns with a new wife named Mona Lisa. They had a significant age difference. It's my understanding she was a mail-order bride from the Philippines, and they just hit it off, and he married her, and she was very loyal to him. In a loving, joking manner, he always referred to her as his mail-order bride. As property values rise through the 90s and early 2000s, Dr. Kimmel moonlights as a real estate investor, eventually owning 10 units, all within Marina City. In 2001, Kimmel rents one of his apartments to a Chicago man named Jody Spears, who works as a pimp. Spears introduces Kimmel to his next pimp tenant, this one from Detroit. His name is Robert Louis Young, but he goes by his pimp name, Blue Diamond. These were charismatic men, powerful men in their own right, and he just became friendly with them. Once in a while, when he would have parties for his kids, Diamond would come and maybe one of the girls would come. So they knew each other, they were acquaintances. And yet these acquaintances are at least friendly enough to decide to get into bed together financially. The pimps want flashy rides, but they can't exactly walk into a dealership with $100,000 in cash from illegal prostitution. Kimmel's credit score would improve if he could open new lines of credit and establish solid payment histories. So they find a way to scratch each other's backs. And Dr. Kimmel agrees to be a straw buyer of the pimps' cars. According to Doc, his number one thing was to improve his credit rating so he could buy more condo units in Marina City. That's where his greed was at. He wanted to own the whole floor. The dentist makes the down payments and gets dealer financing to buy the cars. He registers them in his own name and buys insurance for them. Kimmel turns the cars right over to the pimps, who send Kimmel cash to cover the loan payments and expenses. The pimps all but legally own the cars, which they use to transport sex workers to and from their rendezvous. Kimmel first buys a car with his pimp tenant, Jody Spears, and goes on to buy several cars for Blue Diamond. Through Blue Diamond, Kimmel gets to know a third pimp named Mark Luke White. White goes by the street name Big and traffics women in Hawaii. He didn't say no to anybody. Former Criminal Division Chief, U.S. Attorney's Office, Julie Porter. 
Jody Spears introduces him to Diamond and he's off to the races. Diamond introduces him to Big. He doesn't even pause to think, do I really want to be helping yet another pimp? Kimmel begins sneaking Big, Blue Diamond, and several prostitutes into the Northside practice where he now works for after-hours dental care behind the owner's back. Kimmel later leaves the practice and opens his own just steps from Chicago's Magnificent Mile. There, he continues to treat sex workers on the slide. There were explicit discussions between Dr. Kimmel on one hand and the various pimps on the other about actually providing dental services for the girls. There were examples of girls who came into Dr. Kimmel's office bruised and battered, and Dr. Kimmel was fixing the girl's teeth. There was one instance where it was so obvious to him that the girl had been beaten up by her pimp that he actually took before and after pictures of the girl's teeth and maintain those in his files. Prostitutes continue to come and go from Dr. Kimmel's rental units at Marina City and drive cars in his name. The girls would be scantily dressed. They'd be going down to the laundry room to do their laundry. And they were noticed by the residents, both male and female. 300 miles away in Detroit, Detective Sergeant Ed Price of the Michigan State Police begins pulling at the thread that will unravel Kimmel's entire life. How it started, it was just from a simple traffic stop. Uh, some state troopers working in traffic detail came across a vehicle. I mean, it turned out it was driven by a pimp and one of his girls. Um, they could tell something wasn't quite right. I mean, it turned out that the young lady that was in the car decided to disclose what was going on and talked about that pimp as well as Blue Diamond. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Michigan State Police begin surveillance on Blue Diamond's west side home. They notice several cars in the driveway with Illinois plates in the name of Dr. Gary Kimmel. And that was probably the biggest question was, why was a dentist in Chicago tied into a sex trafficking operation here in Detroit? Price soon learns the feds also have Blue Diamond and the pimps on their radar. What we ended up doing, we worked a case together on both the state police and the FBI. And we started doing surveillance, identifying different locations that they were operating out of. And this operation was very uh, national. Um, Blue Diamond Circuit, which is generally the cities that a pimp will travel to, was Detroit, 
Chicago, Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, and Hawaii. In February 2004, Gary Kimmel's secret life as a landlord to flesh peddlers comes dangerously close to being revealed when, in a 56th floor unit, a sex worker who goes by the name Secret solicits $400 from a client for intercourse and oral sex. The John forking over the cash turns out to be an undercover Chicago cop, and she's arrested. Somehow, the incident stays hush-hush, and Marina City's residents at large are none the wiser. As the Gary Kimmel scandal unrolled, it came out that um, Gary Kimmel uh, led security for the board at Marina City, uh, meaning he could do whatever he wanted to do in the building, and he would be the person who was supposed to be policing himself. Kimmel has become especially entwined with Secret's pimp, Robert Louis Young. Blue Diamond, that was his pimp name. And also on his girls, when he tattooed them, because he considered them to be property, he would actually put some form of his name on the girls. And even on one of the victims, he actually had a portrait of himself put on her back. Besides renting him the apartment, Kimmel buys the luxury cars Blue Diamond uses to transport women, whom the pimp forces to sell sex to strangers, and then turn over their earnings to him. The sex workers are being subjected to terrible violence. Dr. Kimmel sees evidence of it in his own dentist chair when he treats pimps and women in off-the-books appointments. Although Kimmel doesn't partake in the women's services himself, he isn't above asking favors for a friend. Kimmel's attorney, Joseph Lopez. On one occasion, where he did some dental work for one of the girls for big, and as a trade-off, he requested the girl go to his friend's house for two hours and provide services to him. Throughout 2005, the FBI and Michigan State Police build a case against the pimps and their money laundering enabler, Dr. Kimmel. We conducted traffic stops on the vehicles that were related to the dentist, knowing that we were either going to get a possible informant that would give us information, or maybe a victim who was ready to get out of that life of sex trafficking, or identify other exploiters or other pimps. One sex worker who is ready to leave reveals that prostitutes are tasked with hand-delivering cash to Kimmel's apartment. Sometimes they even send Kimmel shoeboxes full of money from Blue Diamond. Federal judges in Illinois and Michigan see enough cause to grant permission for wiretaps on Gary Kimmel and Robert Blue Diamond Young. Julie Porter. One of the things that was so chilling about the wiretaps is that the relationship between Dr. Kimmel on one hand and Diamond on the other was very cozy. Dr. Kimmel clearly understood everything that he was doing and that it was illegal, knew that these girls were in harm's way, knew that there was violence that was going on, and chose sides. He picked the side of the pimp. The wiretaps reveal Kimmel speaking in code. When Dr. Kimmel was anxious about Diamond making a payment, he would ask whether Diamond had sent his shoes. And then if he was wondering how much money he was going to get in the package, he would make references to what shoe size the, the package would contain. In late June 2005, Secret leaves Blue Diamond. She skips town in the Corvette bearing her name. The car is in Kimmel's name 
and he still owes money on it. FBI agent Mark Walschleger. Ultimately, Diamond told Kimmel that he was gonna have somebody go out there and, and slam her down on the ground on her back and take care of business to get that vehicle back. Blue Diamond tells Kimmel that his sex workers are just throwaways, assuring Kimmel, quote, when it comes to me and you and take care of real business, I'll cut all them legs off for you. Dr. Kimmel replies, I'm glad to hear that. In these calls, it was sort of like a 101 for pimps, how to control and demean and really just take entire possession of somebody's life. And Dr. Kimmel went along with this entire thing. Investigators learned from the wiretaps that Blue Diamond will be sending Kimmel some money. On October 13th, 2005, they intercept a package, photograph and count it, and let it continue on its way, further tying Kimmel to the crime. That same day, Michigan State Police execute a search warrant on Blue Diamond. The pimp calls Kimmel at his Chicago dental office and implores him to keep his mouth shut. But Kimmel's a dentist, and instead, he opens wide. Hello, Dr. Kimmel. Hello, sir. It's Detective Sergeant Price from Michigan State Police. How are you? I'm good. Have you ever lived here in the city of Detroit? No, I've never really intentionally lived there, no. Where have you stayed at when you were up here? Kimmel rattles off an address on Grand River Avenue, two miles from Blue Diamond's home. He's like, yes, I've been there before. It's an apartment. Well, I know that's a post box. It's not even a real address. So it was little lies like that that kept piling up for him. Number 212. 212 is the apartment number? Yes. OK, how long have you had that? I haven't, uh, not so much have it, but I've been in there probably six or eight times in six months. I still couldn't get over the fact that he seemed to be very nonchalant about it, like we wouldn't dig deeper or we wouldn't notice anything. I'm just sort of curious here. You have eight vehicles, yeah. and more than half of them are being driven by a pimp and prostitute. Well, see, I don't know that. This is the first time I'm hearing something like this. Sure, I, I got nothing to do with this kind of action. I don't think he was necessarily, as they say, the sharpest knife in the drawer. It sounds like I'm going to be needing to get an attorney involved in this thing now. He really didn't realize at the time what he was doing was illegal. When it came to the actual conduct with Diamond and with Jody Spears and with Big, he didn't think anything of it. I mean, especially with Big. Big, all he did was do dental work, but he never really thought that he was actively committing money laundering. It may very well be that at the very beginning with Jody Spears, he's not looking down the road to see that there are gonna be many victims lying to the side of that trail. But it was very clear to him very early on who Jody Spears was, who Diamond was, who Big was, and what they were doing. And he had many, many opportunities to stop, and he just kept going. In November 2005, Kimmel is arrested at Marina City. He's charged with aiding a racketeering organization for having provided the pimps with the luxury cars they used to traffic women across state lines. The government asks Kimmel to become a cooperator. He agrees and tells the feds what he knows. Prosecutors then ask the judge to dismiss the charges against him. 
But when the government moves to seize the pimp's cars, Kimmel missteps yet again and blows any shot he may have at a sweet deal. He responded to those forfeiture notices by submitting completely false affidavits claiming that he was an innocent owner of the cars, that he had no idea that they had been used as part of criminal acts. That was completely false. It made Dr. Kimmel useless as a cooperator. In January 2006, Dr. Gary Kimmel is indicted. Kimmel then hires defense attorney Joseph Lopez to take his case. There was really nowhere I could go with the case because he already admitted in, in his involvement. All I could do was extreme damage control. I believe to this day that had he not filed those claims to those vehicles, he would have never been indicted in this case and would just would have been kept as a witness. But once he violated his agreement with the government, they had no choice but to yank the deal. He pleads guilty to one count of money laundering, is sentenced to roughly three years in federal prison, and is stripped of his dental license in Illinois. As for the pimps, they all plead guilty to various sex crimes. Jody Spears served seven years for sex trafficking of children. He's out now, living as a registered sex offender. In a letter to American Greed, Spears writes he now works a nine to five and the lifestyle of a pimp no longer exists, nor is it a thought. Mark Luke White does three years for two counts of transportation for prostitution and is released in 2009. He kills himself in a police raid in 2013, once again under investigation for sex crimes. Robert Lewis Young remains in prison, serving 23 and a half years for 18 separate crimes, including sex trafficking of children, transportation for prostitution, and sex trafficking by force. From prison, he declines to comment. The luxury cars, among them Mercedes and Lexus models, go back to their dealerships. After all, Kimmel has bought them all on credit. The U.S. government seizes ownership of all nine of Kimmel's Marina City properties to fulfill his $405,000 restitution. Gary Kimmel is released from federal prison in 2010. According to his attorney, as of 2017, he lives in the Philippines with his wife and children. Former Marina City residents Stephen Dahlman and Michael Benami Doyle. He certainly was no saint. Nobody's going to say he's a saint, but I don't know if he was evil. His path into this was purely financial, and that was his undoing. I don't know how you make sense out of the two sides of Gary Kimmel. One of the sides is professional dentist, loving family member, and the other side is greedy moron. We're not talking about the most gifted criminal mind in Chicago. We're talking about an idiot who got caught and did something so stupidly ridiculous, and we're still talking about it now. Thanks for listening to the American Read Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. 
That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.